You are listening to a Reverie Studios production. Download the Reverie app for the best in queer-rated entertainment. Available for iOS, Apple TV, Android, Chromecast, and Roku. For a limited time, you can get a year subscription for only $39.99. Oh, we are back everybody welcome to the talking trash the gayberhood after show podcast my name is tony soto joining me my two fabulous co-hosts anna schlegel hello you can call her lacy you sure can then we have nate stoner hi and you can just call her a bitch how are you <laughs> I'm fantastic. Still stuck in Michigan. 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 You know what? It feels good though. It makes me. It makes us feel like we're legit for some reason. That you know you're <laughs> you're so important even in Michigan that we're gonna take the time to plug in a bunch of shit to hear you talk. Oh, I didn't tell you that I'm actually shooting on location in Michigan, and that's why I'm here. Oh yes. Oh. Are you on? Are you on set, girl? The next big <laughs> yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. A big fat paycheck for this. How are you, everybody? What's going on, Miss Anna? How are you? Welcome back to the After Show podcast. Yes. We've, we've premiered. We're a hit. Yes. Uh, everything is great. Everything is fantastic. Yeah. It couldn't be better. Everyone have a good weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I found some county um, tail. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw the picture. Wait, you put up pictures of your townie tail? No, he just texts them no. to us. Oh. <laughs> and not the guy, the setup of where he like made a magic barn? happen. What was it, a barn? No, it was better than a barn. It was, <laughs> I'm not kidding you, it was a mechanic shop with a box spring and a mattress with a full like bed in a bag, like comforter and matching pillow shams. I'm on one of those um, automotive lists. That's some sexy shame right there, Nate Stone. I'm going to tell you, that's a real classy way uh, to be shameful of your sexual acts. Uh, not shameful. It was hot as fuck. Okay, well, anyway, speaking as a mutual white trash, I'm impressed by you. I went to Ikea with my husband and parents. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us all maintaining our brand. Uh, well, let's get down to it, shall we? We're yeah. talking about episode three of the Reverie original uh, series, which is Gaberhood. Yes. The musical. No, I'm kidding. Oh, can we do a musical uh, episode? I know. I know. When is that happening? Someone start a social media like campaign to do a musical episode, please. <laughs> well, let's start. I'll let's just it. go through real quick what we, uh, where we are now, where we are mm -hmm. with the episode. So when mm -hmm. we start, we find out that Blaine won two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in the lottery. So much dollars. Um, we meet a new character. We meet Bocage, mm -hmm. uh, who owns a salon uh, in Chicago. Yes. Um, then uh, there's a Halloween party. Uh, there's fighting. There's moments. It just gets really crazy. So let's yeah. just get down to the nuts and bolts of this episode. Just another day in the gayborhood. What the hell? Blaine won $250,000. Yes. 
Now, just the stupidest person to, to, so stupid. to ever be able. I am falling more and more in love with that Blaine character. I know. I love him. He's a doof. Yeah, he's such a doof. I I love the the amount two hundred fifty thousand dollars because yeah, why? it feels it feel it's so too rich Blaine. enough for stupid. Not rich enough for anyone who's not stupid. Right, exactly. Like, and the other thing is, if you win the lottery, like they take like forty to like forty five percent in taxes. So we really only got like one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. Oh, look at you with all those numbers. So yeah, women so, do know math. Uh, women, women, women in comedy, women in math, STEM. Um, I'm breaking down barriers in caftans. Um, so yeah, so I just love that amount that he could be like he could be a little irresponsible with it, but then he's a lot irresponsible with it. And yeah, I think that's fun. So Nate, you get laid, you get some sex, and you use a problematic term. You use the term yes. gaysian. Well, I don't. Let's clarify, Tony. Adrian does. <laughs> I can't distinguish either. Um, <laughs> So that was really funny. Could that first of all, can I just say I think that Bocage is adorably like he is adorable. Uh, like he just he, he just hit the scene. They just just punched it. Just came out went went right to you, Adrian, trying to uh, to hook up with you, um, and then all you want to do, all Adrian wants to do, is share the news with his good friend Lisi. And Lisey, in this episode, is starting to uh, formulate a new friendship, a new yep. relationship with Clay. Yes. Where's that coming from, girl? Well, I... <laughs> Nate's making dead faces. He um, is. So I think, I think there's something fun to, you know, when you first make a new friend and you're, like, finding the things that you have in common and how that can sometimes alienate your old friends that you're very close to. Yeah. I always think that that's, like, a an interesting point in a relationship when you're kind of – and it's not – it's almost like new love, but it's not romantic. Right. It's gay. Right. It's so odd, though, the relation. Clay is such a weird <laughs> I bird. I can't get past it. I just don't understand – uh, I, I guess I don't understand the connection because he seems like on the Blaine type with me, like just yeah. a dummy. Yeah, and I think Lisi, um, the thing is, is that Clay is always really nice to Lisi, and I think she's not used to that. Oh. <laughs> like, everybody's, like everybody's just kind of mean to each other, so this idea that Clay would be nice, she's like, oh, what's this? This is brand new, fun. <laughs> also, he loves the Anna Nicole Smith movie, or musical, the fake one. stupid in a mean way, and... I don't think Clay is stupid. I think Clay is so smart that he comes off as stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? There you go. There you go. Now, okay, so we saw, uh, so Blaine had a celebration with his close friends who mm-hmm. are all very mean to him. Uh, and I just I just want to say that you had a go-go boy in the scene. Yes. And that go-go boy had jeans on. Well, I mean, I think. What the hell? What was, <laughs> was he just some kind of prudish he- actor who didn't want to take his uh, pants off? Here, here. Levels levels of depth for you. That is Blaine's fantasy of a go-go dancer. And he was acting out the Fifty Shades of Grey. Boring. Christian Grey and just the jeans. Boring. Yes, well. It was very It's boring. not your fantasy. <laughs> it's Blaine's. Oh, it would have been a lot dirtier <laughs> had it been mine. But, you know, it was funny. I was really, uh, Adrian made me laugh a lot because I used to work at a bar uh, in Chicago called the Lucky Horseshoe Lounge, which is a fabulous go-go bar for gay people. Yes. And uh, you were trying to bring up go-go etiquette and saying that, it, that uh, well, first of all, you called him a puppet. Mm-hmm. Adrian called a go-go <laughs> boy a puppet. 
which I thought was really terrible. <laughs> but, but then trying to break out some etiquette, being like, don't rub your hands on a go-go boy. I'm like, what else do you do with them? Yeah. You don't want to talk to them. <laughs> they could have good stories. Could they? They could. Sad ones. Good, sad stories. Trust me. Sh- they should do a same-sex version of Pretty Woman. Yeah. And then it's like a go-go boy being like, they wouldn't let me shop. <laughs> No. I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> um, I would. So then we go, we, we fast forward a little further because you were invited. Adrian was invited to go to Blown by Bocage, yes. the blowout the blowout hair salon. Mm-hmm. So you just go there to get a blow dry. That's it. Yes. Do those it is, exist? It is. Not only do those exist, that salon that is real. No, 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 yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. Blown by Bocage is run by a man named Jacob and Bocage is Jacob backwards. He, You're lying to yes. me. No. He heard about the show and was so excited about it that he approached the creators and was like, please, please shoot something in my salon. I like. I was wondering where you all got the money for that set. Uh, I was yeah. <laughs> Every and that place was adorable and is teal and silver and totally styled to the nice. I mean, there was signage in the front, and I was like, "All right, way to go, Reverend." Yeah, okay. it you was. Got, you all got signage and everything. It, that place Are was you awesome. fucking kidding me right now? I am not. Fucking Blown kidding by you. Bocage is a real thing. Blown by Bocage. I'm is real. googling that when I get yeah. home. It is amazing. Guess what? So when um. Bocage is dancing when he enters the room and the guy tries to dance with him. That's Jacob. That's the owner. Oh, you that's gave Bocage. him a cameo. How sure big did. of you all. And he was wearing, <laughs> I'm not kidding, he was wearing six inch hot pink heels that you never see. Oh my God. I'm, I'm so mad about that. <laughs> I don't know why no, I'm annoyed by that, but I'm annoyed by that. <laughs> He's um, a delightful man. So you all walk in. Mm-hmm. You all walk into Blown by, Con- by Bocage. Yep. Uh, but the standout character in that scene were your tits, girl. Oh, I, I was like, which I, hairstylist? The entire episode, at like once that yeah. party started, I was like, they're going to come out. They didn't. They're going to come out. Oh, that, no. Nope. No. I was, I was going to take bets. I love it. They're just like. Oh my God! Your breakdown. Like, how fun was that scene? How it fun? Was because, real fun. Because let's well, let's talk about the breakdown. Because mm-hmm. you were in the previous episode, you were dating Seth, who, by the way, is getting more fuckable every. <laughs> no, he's a cutie. He's every douchebag I ever had mm-hmm. sex with in Chicago. Truly yep. self-centered. Did not care yep. about anyone else. Yep. Only them. Yep. And their fucking climax. Yeah. Um. I was so. I'm so into him. Uh, is that a homosexual person? <laughs> Is, no, is the actor no, Chris, a homosexual person? No, every time oh. that he's he's had many lady friends, yeah. Disappointing. I know. Um, but so, but he's blown by Bocage. Yes, he sure is. <laughs> the the sure bisexual do. character shows his bisexual side in mm-hmm. this episode. Yep. He goes, he gets a little blowjob by Bocage, and you have a freak out. Uh, how fun was that scene? So two things. One, that dress was actually a bridesmaid's dress. Uh, yes, no, no. I mean, I think that's pretty sellable right yeah, there, girl. Yeah, So <laughs> that's a bridesmaid's dress. Um, And proving that I have the best friends ever, that that was the dress that she selected for me. Two, um, that breakdown was super fun. I didn't, I don't think anybody knew how big I was going to go with it. But I'm always, I'm from a theater background. So I was like, I want them to tell me too much, not yeah. more. You were performing so for I that just, old lady in the back. I sure do. She's not small uh, in, in in stature or in, in uh, emotional 
loudness. Um, so it was really fun. And it was really fun, too, because every the dancing, everybody, like, the vast majority of the people in that scene were actually the stylist at Blown by Bacage. They were not so performers. Funny. I still can't get over that it's called that. Um, I love them. Well, I, you know, but uh, what I'm learning about your characters is that you are really not that great about going to parties. You're not good no, at, we're it, bad at never, it. But but still, you choose to throw a Halloween party with Clay. So let's fast forward to your Halloween party yes. where you have your just-in-case guy, Daryl. We meet another character. A fun yep. guy, doesn't say much, doesn't miss words. Is he like your real husband? <laughs> that is my real husband. <laughs> is that your real husband That's in my real, real life? Husband. Yeah. Do you know what? I was like, I swear I saw that guy that far. <laughs> I swear to God. I was like, you he did. looks really you familiar did. to me. And he dressed as a cat. <laughs> <laughs> the sexiest cat. Um. So when, then Blaine enters the room and he has a problematic costume and it's pretty. He, he comes in as an indigenous person to the United States. <sighs> Uh, Ooh, did yeah. you research that before this? Well, I don't say the I word. Oh, well, there you go. Um, uh, so so what inspired that whole thing? Well, Nate, do you want to talk about some of the insensitive costumes we've seen? <laughs> Chicago is the land of insensitive costumes. Mm -hmm. That is true. It is so goddamn racist there. People will straight up wear a hijab for no reason, yeah. you know? But like a short one. Yeah. We have a history of friendship, especially Anna, I, and Alex, who plays Blaine. And oh, there's just been several occasions where Alex has walked into a room thinking he's being the funniest thing on earth, or like brought a sketch to the table when we were writing sketch shows and whatnot, and been like, this is funny, right? And we're all like, no, no it's really racist and not cool. <laughs> I at one point wanted to get like a the more you know star to like like just have in my back pocket to like fly over my head for every time there was a teaching moment right. with Alex and be like you can't say that <laughs> and it's here's why well, it's a sweet sweet person oh no 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 for sure he's not a racist or a bigot he just thinks that well I well think most white people are it's all right it's okay just own it embrace it and That's grow okay. from it yeah. but he does meet a boy. He, he sure does. do. He, he, we 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 meet a Wilbur, right? Wilbur is that? Well, we don't know. His we name don't know his name yet. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I skipped ahead a few pages. Yeah. Um. But we meet a a boy. They start kissing immediately, and I'm telling you, I would watch that porno. I was into <laughs> it. I was into it. I was not mad about it. But the whole episode, you, Alicia and Adrian were fighting really, really badly. Yeah. And we have a moment at the end. We have a moment where it's all brought back together and everything is... Now, t t expl tell us a, a little bit real quickly about the moment that you all had in the bathroom because I love your moments. So I think Am I going to take this? <laughs> sure. Um, I think that those are... Those are like true moments that you have with friends, right? When you're in the bathroom and it's been a rough night and you're both drunk and you both reconcile in a way that like... You're not even really making words. You're just reconciling because you're that close. Right. It's just tears and spit right. at that point. Right, right. right. That peace dream was real. Exactly. <laughs> peace dream was real. Yeah. Um, Will you hold my hair so if I puke? Yes. Exactly. That, those real moments. I have to say, though, I loved uh, this episode so much. It was like, I feel like you're, you're packing up more and more shit in each episode and introducing more characters, and it's such a lot of fun. Thank you. Well, I think we're going to take a break. When we come back, you know, there are teaching moments. Anna was mentioning teaching moments. We're going to talk about some of those when we come back. We'll be right back. Learning. Are you looking for love, not just a hookup? 
you should try LGBT Cutie, the dating app where real people find real relationships. Download LGBT Cutie, available for free in the App Store and on Google Play. That's LGBT Q-U-T-I-E. And we are back with the Talking Trash, the Gaberhood After Show podcast. We just discussed uh, episode three, which was great. But, you know, there are teachable moments Mm -hmm. in the show that we should talk about. And I think that we should initially start out with the beginning go-to-go-go boy etiquette. Because is there a go-go boy etiquette? Like, uh, like Nate, no. Nate, when you're when you are shoving dollars into the crotch of a go-go boy, are you thinking about etiquette? Oh uh, yeah, I am personally. I, I feel I'm the type of person. I know it sounds strange to hear from me, but I'm the type of person that's just like I just like feel sad, and I just feel like I can just see like the dead behind their eyes. Oh well, so you're a slut shamer. So you're a slut shamer. That's what you. Why? Why do they gotta be sad? Why can't they be a happy go go? The ones that I that are that that's the ones I love, but then I'm still not gonna grope them. But most of the time, I feel like they're shuffling around, especially like a horseshoe, just being like, "Get me the out of here." You watch your fucking shady mouth about my palace. One time, let me say this one time. Uh, my girlfriend did get kicked out of the Lucky Horseshoe for throwing spare change at the dancer. Well, your girlfriend's a bitch. How about that? How about your girlfriend uh, needed to be kicked out of can that you bar? Please, can you just, in case there is any question, clarify that that is absolutely not me? Uh, yeah. yeah. Do you give tens and twenties, girl? No, I went into the Lucky Horseshoe the one time and then promptly lost Nate after I bought him a drink and was like, I guess I'm closing my tab and walking home. <laughs> Early night. You know, I don't tip. I don't tip go-go boys. I don't tip go-go dancers. I, I'm, I'm, I'm more. Oh, I actually, I am kind of in the same line with Nate. Is where I would prefer to watch than actually deal because working at working around them, I don't think they're sad. I just think the majority of them are dumb. So it's hard right. for me. I'm like. I'm like, I think that this dollar is going to go towards a bad decision. I'm helping you out. My you mind. are. You're like, you're on a budget. <laughs> I, I don't want to be offensive because maybe they're not the same thing, but I don't have much experience with go-go dancers, but there was a stripper at my bachelorette party, and I felt so awkward that I yeah, cried. Yeah, how did you treat him? It was the most hilarious thing. I cried. What do you like? What, what do you mean you cried? You cried during the lap I dance? I cried during the lap dance because I was, I mean, I was like, like he was on top of you and you were yes, crying. And That's cried. not consent. The, 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 the stripper should have stopped. And second, <laughs> second, second point of order. He had 1991 tattooed on his I chest. know who this is. Wait, no, in Boise, Idaho? Oh, oh no, I thought it was the guy in Chicago because there's definitely one in Chicago with a year written on his chest. Well, this guy had 1991 on his chest because that's when he was born. <laughs> that's when it all went wrong. And I was like, and, and then I had to ask him, and then I was like, do you have health insurance? And I was crying. I don't know. I'm oh, not good at things. Wait. And, then, and then the funny, like, uh, 360 is that the girlfriend was the stripper at her husband's party that Excuse same me. night. It was his ex-girlfriend, but they were still friends, and he, like, swung by to pick her up afterwards. You uh, know, and people wonder why Trump won the presidency. Can we just talk? Because that's Boise fucking <laughs> Idaho. You know what I mean? Like, like really cute. 208. Yeah, super cute. I, I'm i going to book my trip next week. Sure can't wait it to really check cute. out. Check it out. They've got great breweries. Um <laughs> 
Um, uh, moving on. So there yep. was some sex acts that happened in bathrooms. Uh. Now, I would love to talk about unconventional places in which to have relations. Um, how many bathrooms have we been banged in? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, go, I was talking to you, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I know there's that there's definitely been bathrooms, but like to me that's like, like small scenes, you know. Uh, but I was doing I was so I'm at my childhood home at my parents' house. No, they're there, walking. right? Are they listening to this right now? Come on, calm down. Respect your parents. Yeah, and respect <laughs> no, the mini moose heads in that room. Mom's living room watching her Bravo. Uh, no. So I was doing laundry the other day, and I just started. To, Dying laughing to myself because I have like a sense memory come back to me. One night we were having a party here and I was with the preacher's son in the laundry room, just like dirty naked, making out nakedness. And <laughs> the other boy that I had a crush on comes in the door and like peeks his head and he's like, Oh, your dad is looking for you right now. Oh, <laughs> the laundry room. no. Totally normal and fine. Wait, no, he busted in, girl? Like, were you... I mean, we had gotten the warning, so we were, like, closed by then. But it was, like, it's not like he didn't but know... But a lot of heavy was. breathing, and your shirts were really looking not great. Ugh. Yeah. Girl, wasn't being gay and being young good? What? Like, when, so parents, when parents didn't know shit. I had sleepovers all the goddamn time. <laughs> it was so fun. My mother never knew the wiser. I was like, can I just have some guys stay over? She said yes. <laughs> I was like... Thank you. So when I, everywhere. I never envied a heterosexual person because I was like, your parents are so in denial about your sexual identity that they will literally just let you have anyone sleep over. Yeah, I was in, I was too much of a square to do anything scandalous. Yeah? Yeah. Never, not, no scandal in Boise? <laughs> Is that no. where you're from? Boise, Idaho. You're from Boise, That's Idaho. That's where I grew up. Isn't it great when success stories come out of places like Boise, Idaho? <laughs> I love that. Good to have you in the studio with me, yeah, Ashley. You know. <laughs> I that her mother is like directly outside of the studio right now. Yeah. We're not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> She's great. Boise's great. Um, so let's talk more about Seth. Oh. I love me some Seth. Have I mentioned how much I love Seth? I, I, I can like feel him. it. I can feel it radiating, radiating off of Yeah, me. I'm giving off some heat. Yeah. Um, but, you know... I, I bisexuals have been in the news lately. Bisexuals, they have. They have actually. Uh, there are when you when you look in like the gay rags and all that stuff. Bisexuals mm. are bisexuals are always saying that they don't have um, the respect of the LGBTQ community. They're like the Rodney Dangerfield of right. the LGBT community. If we're getting technical, uh, Seth would not appreciate being called bisexual either. He's more like omnisexual, if that's even the thing. Yeah, I Is don't he know pansexual? That so what does that mean? Like omni means what? What like all directions? Even if it didn't have a pulse, like a plant. Oh, well that's weird. Okay, see so that just adds no Look wonder who's judgy now. No Look wonder the Christians now. think we're heathens. No wonder they think we're going to hell. Well I think you should go no, visit Boise Idaho and go talk to Jesus. That's what I think. <laughs> Well, see, here's the thing about bisexuals. Everyone wants to say it's a greed thing. People want to call them greedy. They're like, right. 
Um, and you know, I guess I wouldn't want to be called greedy either. It's not a pretty word. Yeah. Uh, but what are our theories? Do you know bisexual? Did, did you were you a, were you a, a college lesbian at all, um, Anna Schlegel? You know, I missed that Idaho. I didn't. I didn't really get into that in Idaho. Never. It, it wasn't a thing. No, lady, lady love. No. Not just because your mom's in the room. No. Oh. I would tell my mom. <laughs> didn't. Didn't really happen. Uh, again. I'm aware of where I fit in that narrative, so I was like, nope, straight and narrow. <laughs> um, Nate, were you bi now gay later? When you came when did you attempt bisexuality when you came out girl? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. yeah. Did they buy it? <laughs> no, not a one of them. My friends love to tell that story too. That oh yeah, he came out as bisex bisexual at sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Oh, I love that so much. You know, I came out as bi too briefly. I mean, I was still banging chicks. The last girl I had sex with was in 2005. Um, ah! Yeah, well, what? I'm easily seduced and I drink a lot. But that was it. No, I mean, I even after I came out as gay, I would still uh, end up in bed with a woman every once in a while just to see if I could oh. still do it. You know what I mean? Just to. Okay. Wait, what'd you say, girl? I'm still so he's, gay. No, he's gold star gay. You're a gold star homosexual? Only has these two fingers. Okay, all right, all right. We don't need to visit That was your... enough. That was enough. <laughs> like, no, thank you. That was intense. That was enough. <laughs> no, I said good day, I sir. Said, I, said, I said good day. He leaves. <laughs> Oh my God! Well, let's move on from bisexual, shall we? I feel like I learned some stuff. Um, I loved your public meltdown scene so much. Thank I love you. all your public meltdowns. I'll scenes do it in real life show. for you someday. I'm ready to see it. I would imagine that you know going to a Costco with you could be dangerous. Um, I just went to IKEA. It was beautiful. Have we ever like? Oh, so I was trying to think about this. I was like, when was the last time I had a public meltdown where it was like where I was involving Ooh. multiple people? And honestly, I feel like I am very reserved. Like I'm a lady, I'm a professional in all walks of life. I I know one time I was thrown out of Berlin because I got in a fight with a dude I was fucking. Um, so, but I was super drunk, so I don't think it counts. Yeah. So here's the thing. Yes. I had like I had a best friend breakup. So like you know best friend breakups where you 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 have a really intense friendship and then you're no longer friends and it's like a big fight and it's a thing. Right. I had a best friend breakup. We were at Matilda's in Chicago in the basement of it. I love Matilda's. And we had, oh, my God. I love Chicago so much. I know. It's a good town. Um, Matilda's where we filmed um, yeah, that, funeral and specificity's performance in the first episode yeah. of the second episode. It's a oh. reoccurring. That ass sign is the basement of Matilda's. That's right. So, like, this was, like, 2000. This must have been 2012. I had way too much to drink in the basement of Matilda's, got into a fight with my best friend, um, and we had a crying fight in it. And then it was pouring down rain, and I remember it being... Was like the, it was like the iconic night in Chicago. Yes, it was pouring like down rain. The the basement of Matilda's flooded. I'm not kidding. There was at least six inches of water. We Water up to our ankles. I'm weeping, and I had, like, cousins and my my college best friend in from out of town. And I remember later she, like, was holding me after I got in a fight with my other friend, and she was like, it was like you filled the basement with your tears. <laughs> it was like, it was like Alice in Wonderland, and you just filled it up with your tears. Um, <laughs> like, and I missed it. I wasn't there that night. And I just want, I love watch, imagining Anna crying, because when Anna really cries, she cries like the Buddha. Are like, you? Palm, 
up just like we. <laughs> <laughs> I feel what I feel when I feel it. Uh, so that was my public meltdown. It was embarrassing. Nate, are you? Are do you make public scenes, Nate? Do people have to no, worry about you? It's as ridiculous as I can be. I'm pretty not into like screaming and yelling in front of people. I'm sure that some of my friends have some stories, but I trust me, I don't remember. <laughs> Nate holds it together. So yes, pretty well. he's saying the same thing in a loop, but he's composed. That's funny. Yeah, he's uh, passionate. Nate, you're looping. I get that a lot. Nate, you're looping. <laughs> he just wants to make sure we've heard his plan and we're into it. Well, I just love it because, uh, you know, at the end you had that drunken moment because you almost did have a friend breakup with Adrian. Lisa almost yeah, had a friend, a friend breakup yeah. with Adrian because Adrian doesn't deal with his feelings well and he can't share. Mm -mm. I mean, he basically was like, uh, Clay needs to leave her the fuck alone uh, because she was very jealous. Mm -hmm. Um but you found your way. You found your way uh, at back at the end. You had it. You had a nice moment, a nice touching moment between you two. Um, did your friend breakup result in a complete and utter breakup, or did you guys have total breakup? A, so you've never gotten yeah. back with this friend. You know, no one. It was a rocky road. Uh, what? It was a rocky road after that, but only for a few days, and then it ended. Yeah. What they don't tell you about interventions is someone can be like, I have a problem, you have a problem, bye. <laughs> I didn't know it could end that way. They don't show that on the show. Oh, my God. I have to say, <laughs> I just love the teachable moments that <laughs> Gaberhood, the Reverie original series, uh, gives us. Because I, I, do find, I, I do find, like, when I'm watching the show – because I feel like I know so many of the characters, I can relate to so many of the events, and they party like everyone that I know. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, pretty hard, yeah, pretty hard. Um, they have no real regard. It's it's like literally like off to the next event. Because I mean, I love an event. You know what I mean? Don't that's we all? that's that's exactly like the Chicago mentality. Is I love an event. Mm -hmm. Oh, open bar. Um, there's gonna be bottle service. There's going to be bottle service. What a ripoff. First of all, that's the one thing I do have to say and about Chicago. Gross. Bottle service is not. Bottle service is a New York thing. All right. I don't even like bottle service in L.A. I think it's fucking stupid. I don't want to mix my own drink. Yeah. I'm if not I gonna, wanted to stay home, I'd stay home. I don't want to go to a Midwestern bar, no matter how big the city is, and fucking <laughs> eat or drink a bottle of um, effing vodka for 75 fucking dollars. <laughs> anyway, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to hear what you have to say, the listener, the audience, because y'all are important to us. So we'll be right back. You are listening to a Reverie Studios production. Download the Reverie app for the best in queer-rated entertainment available for iOS, Apple TV, Android, Chromecast. Our good friends at LGBTQD are giving you 10% off your Reverie subscription for three months with the code CUTIE. That's code Q-U-T-I-E for 10% off Reverie for three months. And we are back with the talking trash. Um, and now we're going to hear from you, the viewer. We want to know what you think about Gaberhood. We want to know what you think about the characters. We're going to talk about it. Even the two characters that are here right now. Do you hate them? Do you love them? We want to know. We want to know everything. We want to know how yeah. this show affects you. Could you handle it? Could you handle it, Nate Stoner? Could you handle, like, if we just started reading a bunch of mean tweets about Adrian? Oh, 100%. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like him much either. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Oh, poor girl. I like her. I like her. I feel like I had a friend like her in college. His name was Nate Stoner. Great person. Great person. Uh, let's start. We have this one from Kayla Robinson via Twitter. Oh, my God. We just talked about this. Is I'd like to talk about it a little bit more because it's ridiculous. Let's talk about it. Is Blown by Bacage a real salon? Uh, we have learned yes. that it is a salon. It's real and it's delightful. And, and it's Jacob backwards. We have to reiterate this because that is insane. Where is it? Uh, it's uh, it's like right by. Do you remember where that like motorcycle breakfast bar used to be? Yes. Uh, yeah. On, Hall, on Roscoe. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. South of Roscoe. Roscoe yeah. and like Clark. Uh, and Clark. Yeah. You're yeah. blown by Bacash. Blown by Bacash. It's a good location. This is this is something that we 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 discussed um, possibly naming the character Jacob and like talking about the the reverse of the name, but we were like, no, no. like Colby was like, Colby and Sam were like, fuck it, like let's just let, do Bacash. Let it live. Like, let it live in that universe. Oh, my God. No. His name is Bokai. It was super funny. I, <laughs> I literally was so impressed with the production. I was like, wow, guys, well done. Mm -hmm. But it's so much better to know that it's a, it's <laughs> a real place. And now I'm going to go back and rewatch the episode again just so I can look at the guy that came out to do the little dance. You, know, uh, you couldn't even give him a line? Did you didn't want to give him a line? Let he, him say a word? He, he was letting his dancing He's speak for himself. He's in a scene where Blaine's telling about spending his money, and he just like goes on his phone and turns his head. That's him too. <laughs> Further, when the when the dancers come out and they like dance around like in the soft 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 opening, yeah, um, that was choreography that the guy who played Bocage is actually a choreographer, John Gilmore, um, and he taught them that choreography like that day. And he, I mean, John is an intense kid, and he was like. One, two, three, go! And you just like scream at these these hairstylists who were just like. I mean, to be fair, I saw that choreography. He could have probably relaxed a little bit. I mean, John does not relax. <laughs> that's John Gilmore. I worked with him for years, and he that's him. John I Gilmore, relax a little oh, bit yeah. because it was literally a blow dryer pop, and that's it. No, you know I, I mean, mean was there more? Was there more that there we didn't more. see? There was more, and they they. I think they, it was edited in a fun way, but watching it from the side of seeing what he got those hairstylists to do was pretty amazing. <laughs> Didn't even cry. Didn't even. <laughs> one one girl did have a trembling lip, but she got there. <laughs> I love that. All right. Art. <clears throat> blown by Bocage. Here's your commercial, Blown by Bocage. Mm. Go and check it out. <laughs> if you're, It's a real place. Who fucking knew? Uh, here we have, uh, via Facebook, we have Darren. Darren says, what's the, oh my God, this is so funny. What's the weirdest place you've ever given or gotten a blowjob? Now, I think that's important because blowjobs can happen absolutely anywhere. So they're easy to do and you can get away with it. Mine? You're describing Gogurt is what you're describing. <laughs> <laughs> The, the most recent bizarre place was during the Jurassic Park movie at the movie theater. Wait a minute. I know. The one with Bryce Dallas Howard? The one with the guy from Parks and Recreation. Ooh, he's so cute. It got us riled up. You know what I mean? <laughs> what part? I want to know what part. Oh, was it part? Was it before the dinosaurs? You no, know, I don't over? really. I can't really remember what part it was because, like, I was. You, this is why you don't go on dates. This is why you don't go on dates to the movies because the date because movies are sexy. There's something sexy about being in a dark room. You know, as a woman who's been married for twelve years, the last movie I went to, <laughs> I fell asleep in the middle of. 
And it was a very expensive nap. <laughs> Which movie was that? Lego Batman. I really liked it. I just... I Wait, that was recently. Yeah, that was, I, that's what I'm saying. The last one I... The last movie <laughs> I went to. I went to a midnight showing and I'm too old and I fell asleep. Where was the weirdest place you ever get in a blowjob? Where I've ever gotten one? No, where you've given one. <laughs> yeah, where, gonna... where, where have you gotten head? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know. Nate, you go while I think about it, because I have to think about it. Uh, oh, yeah, Nate. Let's talk about the barn. Let's do it. Yeah. Addison Redline stop. Yeah. <laughs> wait. Above ground. Wait. Like, the Addison Redline. I was my boyfriend at the time, too, so I wasn't even being a big hoe. Oh, it was. Well, well I mean, <laughs> you were, though, because if you were being not a hoe, you would have done it in the shameful room at your house. You know what I mean? Like. The shameful room at your house. We're a little too open about sex, I think. <laughs> there should be a shame room. They build those in Boise, Idaho. <laughs> it's a different. It's a different type of layout. I don't know what it is about me, but I just there's just something in me that wants you to be a big slut. I don't know why it is. I just want. I know. I hate to disappoint. And you're falling asleep in the Lego movie. I fell asleep in the, the Lego. What? The virginist one. The virginist one. <laughs> I don't think that's an adjective. I good grammar, okay? Oh. Yeah, you been She's in pure Michigan she's up been, in there. She's been in Michigan a little too long, <laughs> I think. Yes. Oh, God. There's that deer, though. Oh, don't get it twisted. Do you know I know the coolest girl that lives here in L.A., and she's a taxidermist? Oh, She's a taxidermist. Like, so sometimes you'll go to her house and there'll just be squirrels in her freezer. And it's the most fucked up thing. <laughs> like, one time there was, like, a skunk. And I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> she's like, I'm just going to work on that later. That's the thing. I love that. <laughs> I mean, and she's such a cute girl. Like, she's so cute. She's blonde. She's petite. And she's a taxidermist. Does she do just regular squirrels or are they, like, hybrids with other animals? You know, I don't know. I bet she could do whatever you want. I think she should be a character on season two of Gaberhood because I like that a lot. <laughs> you want shit sewn together, I do you? I want that. I feel like you would have mentioned that had that been the case. <laughs> You're like, I feel like that would have been part of the headline. Yeah, like she does uh, She does hybrids. It was a squirrel-skunk uh, hybrid. Um, oh, that sounds cute. Just, you know, listen, if you're going to give a blowjob in a place where you shouldn't give blowjobs, make sure that the guy getting it is on the lookout because that's the one thing. You never want to get caught with your mouth full. What you type of I mean? inconsiderate oh, jerk are you hooking stop. up with that's not telling you if someone's coming up on you? Well, you know, if you're... At Wrigleyville, for those listening that don't understand, that's like by the club stadium, and I was getting the blowjob, and I was like... Looking around like crazy. So were you even th like, were so, very worried? So were you even enjoying it? Like that's the thing too. Like that seemed kind of like hyper, and <laughs> it looked like you were really searching for the cops, and maybe not paying attention to what was happening. No, I'm like, really paranoid about ever getting arrested or ever getting in trouble of any kind. Um, but I was definitely like uh, feeling it and enjoying it. Because you don't want to go to that. You don't want to go to that Boys Town jail. I heard that Boys Town jail is not as sexy as you think it would be. You know Dude, what I, mean? I imagine they were doing like musical numbers. Yeah, and yeah. they're like pop. Yeah, Addison, <laughs> look out, Nathan. Yeah. He had it coming. <laughs> he had it coming. Just like a makeshift drag show every night. Yeah, everyone just putting wrapping their hair in towels and. <laughs> like, don't correct me either. Let me live my fantasy. 
Your impression of gay people is odd to me for someone who knows so many gay people. <laughs> you think everything's a Broadway number to you? I do. It's like, you know. There have been, there, actually care about musicals. There have been many times, like, where, because, like, when I was watching the, the episode three and I was watching the gay parties, I mean, there were many times that I was at gay parties, mostly because of Columbia College, where I was like, at any moment, we're all going to know the same choreography. Yeah. Like, at any moment, it gets so, like, hyped up. And if you've ever experienced theater people in a party situation, Everyone's auditioning for fucking nobody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everyone auditioning. is like five, six, seven, eight. You know, We're on. cha cha, cha cha. Yes, J- jazz hands for days. Oof, I live for that. I know. I feel like I'm too old for it now, though. I mean, I used to love it, but now I'm just like, you'll see. There's no money in theater. <laughs> you'll see. You're you wasting gotta... <laughs> your fucking time. Well, yeah, you can't hang out with young people doing it. Ooh, <laughs> that's gross. Wait uh, a minute. Yeah. Um, nope, didn't have a question. Thought I did, didn't. Oh. Well, I'm aborting it. That's good. Abort. All right, so, uh, why, oh, this is from Tamara. We have a question from Tamara via email. Why is Halloween such a gay holiday? Y'all look the best. Uh, why is Halloween such a, Halloween in Chicago gayborhood is, uh, is, is pretty fucking big. Yeah, it's like bananas. they have a parade. Mm-hmm. They do, yes, Nate. Uh, I know that for years Halloween was my, you know, day high holiday, and I just loved it. I loved, I loved waiting for like a week and a half before Halloween, and then coming up with it, and then like scrambling and putting it all together, and making something really amazing and fun. We've had some really fun costumes, but then I started doing drag, and. Since I did drag, and I don't really do it anymore, but I did it for a good, like, three, four years. And now it's like I could give a fuck less about Halloween. I really don't care about it I've never been into Halloween. I literally do a costume that night, typically, and it's not good. Like, I don't put... One time I was out shopping, and I saw a monkey puppet, and I literally... uh, got a baby onesie and wrote do drugs on it and I put it on the puppet and then it was my monkey on my back and I just did blow all night. <laughs> it's fun to have a theme. <laughs> um I I love Halloween. Um I don't I don't tend to get too much into the costume anymore. We used to Branson and I used to do some pretty intense couples costumes where that would enable me to dress him in drag. Um full beard though because I like the beard and I don't want to wait for it to grow back but when I have my own house which I was moving to Los Angeles this last Halloween so I didn't get to do it but I like put up like a Halloween tree that's like covered in ravens and then there's a witch hat on the top of it and then I cover my house in paper bats and like paint a moon and like do a whole thing I freaking love Halloween is it your intention to breed I think you would be a great mom. That is a whole other podcast. I am That's so like mom selfish. stuff right there, though. Like, well, I mean, who are you doing a Halloween tree for? Me. Then? That's me. I love for, everyone. I do fun things for me. For me. Forget children. For me and for me and my good children. <laughs> just forget about them all together. Yeah. It's just for me. Um, I look. My thing is, is like I don't ever want to be at a bar that I frequent and have to wait in a line to get in. Oh yeah, I, I don't, don't do want to wrestle with these big Queen of England fucking dresses and these costumes and whatnot and try to get through to get a drink. It's not a pretty. And you know what? When you get the way Chicago folks get drunk on Halloween, that costume does not look right by the end of the night. No. 
So, and no one oh, in Chicago knows favorite. when to go home. Oh, my favorite, though, is, is like when Woody from Toy Story is fighting with a bumblebee with eyeliner running down her face, and she's like, Jet! 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 What are we doing? I'm like the corner with all like the gays being like, I'm going to go work out tomorrow. Because they're like naked. It's amazing. Uh, because the, you know, the straights always in, in, come into the gay bars. They uh, do. They do. Oh, but God, I love the end of the night Halloween. They're just a disaster. Uh, but this Halloween, you guys want to just get drunk at my house? I'll okay. buy the booze. Okay. Yeah. We should just get drunk. Let's do well, it. Last Halloween was my first Halloween in LA. And uh, Sam, Sam Probst took me out. And we were at this party and I needed to go home really badly. And he was like, well, let's like walk and see how you feel. And like every step I took, I was like, I had knee high fucking stilettos on. Uh, uh, one that you'll see in a later episode. It's a very revealing, like, um, romper. And but I had like I was all painted. So like this a is leopard. a grown man talking about his revealing romper. So, I just want to point that out. <laughs> I love you. So wait, what were you dressed up as? Like a sexy leopard or something. Oh, were you like in some kind of drag? No, just like like gender fuck. Uh, gender fuck. Oh. But so every block. I'd be like, no, we're done. Let's get an Uber right now. And then someone would drive by, like a car of boys would drive by and like cat call me. And I'd be like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Oh my God. Well, look, as a drag queen, I will not put heels on unless there's a check at the end of the night. Um, Same. This has been wonderful. Episode three of Gaberhood was phenomenal. We do this every Friday after every new episode. So tune in. Keep listening. My name is Tony Soto. Yeah. We, can, yeah. Can I give you, can I complete your fantasy just one second? Oh my God, I would love that. Please. Just to give you a location. Yeah, give it to me. Nate's oh, Roof. Oh, you came up with a blowjob uh, location. Nate's yes. Roof on the corner of Halstead and Roscoe. It was my husband, oh, yeah. but that's fine. It was your husband. God, I take back. Take that back. God, you're, <laughs> God damn it. Wasn't there like a special occasion or something? I remember you coming into my room after and you were like, No, I'm, I'm just, just in love. love. All right. All right. We're wrapping it up. We're wrapping it up. <laughs> Say goodbye, Nate Stoner. Bye. Say goodbye, Anna Schlegel. Bye. My name is Tony Soto. Goodbye. We'll see you next week.